Hey kids, so we recorded this great horror hookup with uh, one of our friends, Happy Anderson, who's just wonderful, but... We just wanted to give you a little disclaimer that we didn't trust ourselves when uh, doing the recording, and we amped ourselves up a little bit, so our voices are slightly distorted, but you know what? The interview's that good that we just felt like we have to share it with you. And hey, you know what? Happy sounds great, and that's really the only thing that matters. Um, but yeah, we, we hit a lever, the lever... The lever wouldn't go down, and there's a little distortion. So forgive us. Um, but also enjoy the interview. Enjoy it. We love you. And that's it. Have fun with this one, guys. We're about to do our interview with Happy Anderson from Bird Box. Candyman. Welcome everybody to another horror hookup brought to you by Friday the 13th Horror Podcast. Horror hookup. So if you've never joined us for a horror hookup before, this is where we talk to people from the industry. That could be authors, that could be actors, that could be podcasts, whatever we kind of fucking feel like it. So uh, today we are honored and so excited to have Happy Anderson joining us today. Happy, how are you? I'm great. Thank you, guys. You're very sweet guys to have me on, and I'm doing very well. Thank you. We're so excited to have you here. So I know you and Maddie have known each other for, you know, generations, because, you know, how it goes. But, because uh, we're getting older. We, <laughs> no, is that we, what you're we could have a 20-year-old kid if, if, if we had hooked up back then. Yeah. <laughs> Happy, don't tell them about our child. Don't tell them oh, that. Sorry, sorry. We're keeping that sorry. secret. Um, but why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Just give us a, a, a brief bio about yourself, where you're from, just all the, all the good stuff. Oh, okay. I'm from High Falls, New York, which is about an hour and a half north of Manhattan. It's a little town. It's right outside of New York City, but it might as well be another fucking planet because there's like <laughs> mountains and trees and cows and farmers. It's, you know, but uh, I'd have to go into the city when I was a teenager to find my trouble. And... <laughs> Uh, then I went to Ithaca College and got my BFA there. And then I met Maddie at Indiana University where I got my MFA. And yes. uh, then I bounced around for a few years, kind of a ne'er-do-well, doing really low-paying, non-equity theater. And then eventually I landed in New York. And now I do TV and movies. That's awesome. Yeah, we've been we've been seeing you popping up on the uh, the big and small screen for a number of years now. I, I feel like every time Maddie's like, "That's happy, that's happy." <laughs> yeah, it's it's been you know, happy and I, um, like happy to say, we met at Indiana, um, and I was a just a little undergraduate then, and happy was was an MFA student, 
And it was so much fun to watch Happy act because Happy was obviously so good. Um, but also just, he's such a humble soul. He's so much fun to work with. And, you know, I think the, the class that, that, that Happy was a part of, um, and the undergrads included too, we were really at IU at, at a very special time. You know, just, just before yeah. this, Happy and I were talking about um, one of our friends, Aryan, who's just skyrocketed with his career in New York and, and in L.A., um, and we just, we have so many other friends, you know, happy, of course, included that are doing so well in the industry in various movies and TV shows and, and, and on stage. It's so much fun to watch. It really is. And it's, it's a surprise all the time to turn on the TV because I see somebody else that I know and love. Yeah, buddy. That's what it's all about. Well, not Truth. really, but it's also fun. Yeah. And it's fun and, and happy, um, for folks that, don't know the name quite yet. He was in just a couple of shows that you've probably watched. Um, you may, just guessing here, have seen Bird Box by now. And you probably also watched a little series on Netflix called Mindhunter, which was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, that was a lot of fun to do, man. That uh, that Fincher, he uh, he's good at making movies. Or <laughs> just a little. So... <laughs> So happy to tell us a little bit about what first got you into acting. Um, you know, it's something, <clears throat> excuse me, it's something that I've always, uh, I mean, it's been a goal of mine since I was a little boy. Um, I started out, I don't know if Maddie remembers this, but I started out as a kid as a tap dancer. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, I'd win some local contests in my area and I did recitals and everything. And then from when I was a little kid and then when I was 15, um, they needed this community theater needed someone to play Tulsa in the musical gypsy. Oh and I knew God. nothing of musicals. I knew nothing of anything, but I, you know, I was like, well, I want to do it. So the dance part went great. The acting part went great. And then came the singing part. And that went <laughs> <less> great. <laughs> and he, and he has this song, I don't know about dancing with a girl or some fucking thing. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> They were like, why is this 15-year-old kid singing like Tom Waits? This is insane. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, I, I didn't get that part, but they gave me another part called Yonkers, which was like this wisecracking guy who doesn't yep. have a song. And, uh, and I noticed when we got on in rehearsal, when we got on stage and we played these scenes, I was like, oh, man, like this is actually I want to do this. Uh you know, I, I could have a job where I just pretend to be somebody else. Why don't I just do that? I'll yeah. do that now. And uh, and it went, and, it, and and then I became obsessed with it, and I've been obsessed with it ever since. Oh, that's awesome. That's so fucking cool. That's so, what it's supposed to be. Um, I don't know if you've listened to much of us, but so on, on Friday the 13th, we, we tend to cover not only horror movies, but we also cover kind of like horror in real life. So, you know, coming from Hollywood and doing all of the uh, rehearsals and the uh, callbacks and, you know, all those kind of things, is, th is there any like horror stories that you can tell us from the industry, from your Ooh, experience? Good question. Oh, um, well, there's nothing really horrifying. Uh, you know, you encounter difficult people in difficult circumstances. I have gotten hurt a few times, which I guess is oh wow, uh, uh, a, a horrible. Um, <laughs> I got a concussion doing Bird Box, actually. Oh my god! <laughs> not, I mean, not a, not a surprise. Like that's a pretty like. We'll get to that fight scene. Yeah, we'll for get sure. to it. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, honestly, I've had a lot of fun. Like uh, every time I've been worried, 
about meeting or working with someone that's like iconic or really famous, I've been really pleasantly surprised. And, you know, I did a play with Al Pacino and I did a movie with Robert De Niro. And both those guys were so sweet, so kind. So, you know, I was sitting there talking to De Niro about like Raging Bull and Taxi Driver. And I'm thinking, I've fantasized about having this conversation since I'm like 12. But here I am just having it in the the middle of a work day it's insane god abby Um, that's that's incredible yeah yeah it's uh, unbelievable so uh yeah i've actually been more often than i've been pleasantly surprised i haven't had too many horrible i haven't had any really horrible experiences i've had some difficult ones yeah because that de niro role was uh in the comedian right yeah 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 i've you're you're your imdb is incredible because it is just You've worked with everybody and anybody, to be honest with you. Like, if you really look back at your at your career, I mean, it may be smaller parts, but it's also like with the biggest people, which is it's such like a, a yeah, it's so it's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, one of my first movies, I had a scene with Julia Roberts. <laughs> oh my god! It's just like it's 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 it's, it's insane, happy, and you know. And speaking about your your really diverse. Uh, filmography when it comes to your IMDb. Um, we, of course, have noticed that recently you've had some roles um, that have been, um, for us at least, a very happy coincidence. See what we did there. Um, because you're taking <laughs> you a lot of roles. It. I know. We're, 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 we'll, we'll try. We'll try. Um, but you're, you're taking more roles that are a little more horror focused. Um, is that is that like a deliberate choice right now? Or is that what you're sort of like looking for to explore more? Or is it like an agent thing? Tell us a little bit more about that. I think it's just the way it happened to work out. You know, um, uh, I'm a big, I can be a big, scary guy. When you're a big white guy, your choices are either be the threat or be the butt of the joke. <laughs> Same. I get it happy. And so I've been the threat more often than not. And so things like, uh, Mind Hunter and Bird Box and Bright and uh, the New Mutants, which is coming out later yeah. in the year. Um, uh, I, you know, it, it just it's it's just the way it it went. Um, and also, you know, I audition less now, so I get uh, I, I get I half the time get straight offers. You know, sure. so uh, if they just offer to me, I'm like, well, yeah, I, I sure pay me. I'll of course whatever. <laughs> why not <laughs> um I, I am now actually trying to move away from that like i just did a series yeah. where i was a sweet kind of sensitive thoughtful guy for once so i finally Aww. wasn't i finally wasn't hurting somebody which the, 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 the happy that i know and love exactly well i know that a lot of our listeners just because it's top of mind are going to be wanting to hear all about your experience on Bird Box. So we know that, you know, spoiler alert, but you are the guy in the river. Uh, you know, if you're not one of the 40 million people that have watched this movie already. The, the, first, the first crazy, the first uh, quote unquote crazy person that you meet. Yeah. yeah I mean, but... you are you are offering uh, Sandy B's kids some food and you're like, come <laughs> with me on this crazy adventure. Take off your blindfold. It's fun here. And like, can you just talk to us a little bit about that experience and like how that was recording that and being with Sandra Bullock and like being in that river probably for like 12 hours. And, <laughs> and also and also being in what is now like the most popular net Netflix movie ever. Yeah, that's that's pretty weird. Um, you know, I was this I was I worked for four days on that one day of rehearsal inside and three goddamn days in the goddamn river. My God. Uh, 
because it would take like an hour and a half to set up each shot because the boat would come down then they'd have to bring it up and set it all up then have the kids and then have the kids stunt double standing by i mean it, it was very complicated and um and so it was uh how was it shooting that scene well it was fun and also very very hard huh. um, yeah you know, I had to move really quickly to the boat, and I, you know, when I grab, try to grab her blindfold off, and and that was always tricky because it was, you know, the river it had a current, and uh, and we were in the middle of no, it was beautiful, but we were in the middle of nowhere in Crescent City, California. Which oh, California, just, okay, just south of Oregon in the redwood, in the big redwood forest there, and um, so Sandy was great. Sandy was really nice and. And, uh, you know, worked, re- I, sh- we worked really well together for, you know, what we, ha- I mean, ha- you know, it was half the f- scene is us fighting. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so we were just trying not to hurt each other, you know, but look like we were. God, when she does those kicks at your hands, I like, I, I flinch. Cause I'm like, Ooh, don't hit the hands. Don't hit the yeah, hands. Seriously. Oh, she did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, and also just like the the pain of it. I mean, like that that had to be a really brutal scene on your body. Y- yeah, it was. Uh, you know, uh, I got hurt, um, but <laughs> I'm a trooper, so the show must go on. And uh, and it was also fun. Like the kids were so adorable, and their parents were great, and even the very very tiny women who played the kids stunt doubles were so sweet. And, um, and uh, you know. Me and Sandy's stunt doubles were always, you know, when I'd get tired, he'd come in, he'd tag, he'd tag me out. So um, even though it was challenging, it, a lot of it was very, very fun. Uh, I also had no idea. I thought, well, this is a small part in a Netflix movie. No one's going to really see it. <laughs> Little did you know. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So that, that uh, machete scene, did you have to do a lot with that kind of uh, machete, or was that mostly your stunt double? Or, Well, it's me. I mean, you can see my face when the blood comes splurting out. Um, yeah, what was that like, <laughs> like having that kind of uh, stunt? Uh, you know, it was fine, because, you know, before she chopped me, they, they'd uh, trade out the actual machete for a rubber one. So oh, it, it didn't okay. really feel like anything. Huh. It was just kind of like a... Uh, a, a prop from like you know what is that like ha- the Halloween store you know, right yeah. exactly yeah yeah and know. that is that's the magic of Hollywood <laughs> <laughs> and happy too were you, was that actually you going under the water too I don't think so um, uh, uh, I'm not totally sure because in the actual river I didn't go under the water but then we. Uh, uh, two weeks later, we shot in a tank in Los Angeles, and I did go under the water. So I'm not sure. Oh. I'm not sure what they ended up using. To be honest with you, that's really interesting. Yeah. So what was okay? So I know that when she pulls up, and you're kind of in the fog. I mean, how much of that fog was manufactured, and how much of that fog was like actually happening in that scene? I, if I remember correctly, I think a lot of it was manufactured. I, but okay. I, like the ones closer to us were manufactured, but then the ones surrounding us above us was all real. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Because I, you, I mean, you, you play a major, like 
villain in this movie because the the real villains in the movie of Bird Box are the aliens that you really never get to sure. see. Right. But kind of the other antagonists in the story are the other people and the other people that are not affected by the aliens or are on their side or however you oh, want to take and, and it. Hey, by the way, if I can just make one quick correction. Earlier on, I, I talked about the, the character that Happy plays as being one of the first quote-unquote crazy people. That's not what I meant. I should say, I should, I want to redact that. It, 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 the film talks about mentally ill people being able to to see these aliens or to see something different than people who are not mentally They're ill. They're affected differently. Exactly. So I just wanted to make sure that I'm not... I, I'm taking back that offensive word. I did not want to use that. There we go. Nice. Continue. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> no, but I mean, what was that like um, getting into that kind of mentality of like, I am on uh, the side of the, I mean, quote unquote aliens, if you really want to put it that way. I'm a bad guy. Yeah, well, I'm very accustomed to playing a bad guy, so that wasn't that hard. But, um, you know, I didn't uh, – I only read through the script once, and I, and it was way before I did it, you know. So I, 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 I was just trying to get the scene right, man. I wasn't really thinking about any of that. Yeah, that makes sense. So speaking of bad guys, mm-hmm. um, you were also on a show that I thought was absolutely brilliant. Just a little show. Just a little show um, with just a, a, a couple of little actors, no big deal, um, called Mindhunter, also on Netflix. Um, I think the show was brilliant. I'm super into serial killers. So seeing a show that basically profiled a different serial killer in every episode almost, that was pretty cool to watch. Um, so you played uh, the serial killer, Jerry Brudos. Yes. Um, and I can't remember exactly what the year that, that Jerry did all of his killings. 1968. Um, but if you've, 1968. And folks, if you've watched the show and you can't remember exactly which, which killer this is, this is the killer who's, who's really into women's shoes. Yeah, just say shoes. Yeah, That's all you can he's, say. He's the shoes killer. So, Happy, what was it like... Um, you know, like in Bird Box, this was something you know entirely imaginary. In in Mindhunter, you are playing you know, an actual serial killer. Yeah, you're a fully formed character, like in yeah, that yeah. movie with a history and right. with like real life history. So, I what, guess yeah. What was, that, what was that like? How did you to, get into that? What was that like to inhabit to inhabit like the soul of like an actual serial killer? Well, that was that was uh, pretty crazy and pretty intense. I mean. Um, you know, for the first time, I, this has never happened before, and I hope it never happens again. It may, but when I was done and I came home, I was like in a funk and a depression for like a week. Wow. Um, and uh, you know, and and Fincher, he he he's goddamn brilliant, and he he pushes you, and and you do a million takes, and he gets really specific with you, and you know, mm. I I'd read all about Jerry Brudos, and uh, and there's only one. Uh, clip i could find like there's a million clips of ed kemper on the internet uh sure which that cam just nails that like beyond belief oh, he, he's he's brilliant with it yeah um the only thing i could find on brutos was this it seemed like the tail end of an interview and he says something totally unintelligible and cracks himself up so i was like oh okay i'll, huh. I'll borrow the laugh so that's where you got the laugh from yeah. oh it's incredible and uh yeah he was uh, uh and i just hooked into it with like you know everyone has like a inciting incident or a wound that shapes who they become and he experienced a lot of childhood trauma and i and i hmm. suspect probably had a lot of mental illness as well but um mm-hmm. that informed who he would be go on to become and 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 what he needed in order to feel any sexual gratification at all he was a monster but uh, i tried to um 
kind of hook into the humanity of him wherever I could find. No, him. you definitely did. Like I, yeah. I definitely see those scenes with you and Jonathan Groff, uh, uh, like especially at the beginning where it's kind of like you know, get me a pizza and get me some cigarettes, and like yeah. there's 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 a human side to him that I think that you really encompassed. But at the same time, we were so frustrated with you because we're like, God damn it, just talk already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved that actually, and uh, uh, you know, uh, doing these uh, some of these Netflix things, Bright included. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, this is the first time in the last few years that like people stopped me on the street and stuff and all that. But the weirdest thing oh, cool. I got, what, the weirdest thing I got was I went to a new doctor for something, and he's writing down the chart, and he looks at me, and he looks again, and he goes, "I just saw you have sex with a shoe." Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, isn't that a hip violation? <laughs> That's incredible. I love that. Yeah, but be grateful because when we first we reshot it a few weeks later, just that scene, and when we first shot it, they did that part from the front. Oh no! Oh my god! Yeah, which which would have just been grotesque. So I'm glad they. That's um. You know, Abby, that's a lot. That would have been a I lot. know. I was like, now my family can never see this. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you also worked with some really great actors on that show, with Jonathan Groff uh, and with Holt, who, does, who just does an, an incredible job, I think. What was it like working with them? Oh, I loved them. They were so great. They were, you know, so present and so giving and so available. And, and uh, Groff is, you know, we still text frequently and... Uh, Oh, that's so awesome. And, um, and Holt was, I mean, you know, I, it was another one of those things where I had no, this is how wrong I am about everything I do because a few weeks before we started shooting, we had rehearsal and, uh, in, in Pittsburgh. And, you know, we sat around and talked about the scenes, rehearsed the scenes. And I was reading through it and I, I was like, who's going to watch this? This is 13 pages <laughs> of three guys sitting around talking. Nothing happens. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but then as little did you know. <laughs> oh my god. But then as we worked on it it felt very exciting to me, but I didn't know how it would translate uh, you know, on the on the screen. You, uh, I yeah, I never sure. had any fucking idea about any of it. So I'm I I think I'm going to give up trying to figure it out. Predict how, anything. How, <laughs> how much how much rehearsal time did did you have for Mindhunter? Well, we rehearsed for about just two days and then i went back and i had some other jobs in new york that i had to do and then i came back sure. for uh to pittsburgh like two or three weeks later and uh but i mean you got to understand with with him andrew douglas shot the first two the, i mean the two episodes i did and then fincher went into mm-hmm. the reshoot of the sex with the shoe scene uh, okay um, so I worked with both, and both were very, very thorough. And you do, especially with David, you do so many takes that it feels like the first ten takes are a rehearsal. Yeah. So you really never know, like, what's actually going to make it onto the onto the show, even as an actor. Oh my god! I mean, you do so many, you forget. You, I mean, you. you <laughs> I had no idea about any of it. That's incredible. And, and, you know, talking about like how when, when you were done with with playing Jerry and going home and being in a funk, I bet I mean, he's, of course, he's not here to tell us, but I bet that Jonathan Groff, after he took his break, after all of his filming, probably experienced something very similar because the arc that that character goes through in the show is is so broad and so high and then so low. It's it's a 
uh, it's a really incredible role. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he goes on quite the journey. And he, I remember when we were working, I don't know, because we would work 15, 16 hour days. Every day was a forced call, which means it was less than 12 wow. hours before you'd have to go back to work. And every morning he'd get up two hours before call and jog for an hour. And oh my God. he was like, I need to do that to clean my mind, to like just shake it off and, 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 and stay present with myself and, and, and stuff like that. And I was like, God, I wish I had the energy to do it. I, I barely get up in time to make it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what Maddie's really trying to get to is when can you set him up on a date with Jonathan? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, I'll text him right now. <laughs> Jonathan, if you're listening, it wouldn't hurt. Okay, oh, come on. I'm a very nice person, I promise. He's very nice and he's a very gentle lover. <laughs> I mean, we saw in the show, right? <laughs> me too, I guess. Me too. Um, the match made in heaven, right? And then, hey, also too, like Holt, he looks like the kind of guy I just want to like get some beers with and hang out because he is so fucking cool on that show. Yeah, he's cool. He's even cooler in real life. I mean, he's 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 real deal. And you know, he's he's the kind of actor um that I kind of model myself after. You know, he's been in the business forever mm. and he plays his character roles and and he's played character roles for years and years and years, and then he gets the chance to sort of carry a series and he steps right into it and you yeah. know, and, and does a beautiful job and um you know, because my whole career has been I always knew I'd be a character actor, but you know, when you knew me, Maddie, I would be playing these roles then. So <laughs> Hey. Yeah, we're good. Oh, there we go. Sorry about mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, totally. Absolutely. So, Happy, I know that you probably can't say a lot, but whatever you can say, what's on the horizon for you? Like, what's oh, what's next? Uh, well, what can you tell us? A few more things coming out this year, and uh, on Monday I start rehearsals for a very interesting play. Cool. Any uh, okay. details? Um, what can you say? So actually, oh, uh, this coming Friday, January 18th, I'm glad you asked. Um, I did this really, really, I was a part of this really, really great uh, independent film called The Standoff at Sparrow Creek. Um, I worked on that right after Bird Box, and mm-hmm. it'll come out the 18th in select theaters, and also the same day on Video On Demand and Amazon and iTunes. And the the standoff it's and what was the name of that again say that again essentially what it is it's uh it, it, it's a throwback to like those early 70s movies like like dog day afternoon or something like that and um it's about this oh uh, fun nice kind of right-wing anti-government militia and at the beginning of the movie there's been a, a mass shooting um and the militia all meet up and it becomes apparent very very quickly that one of them did it and the movie's about them trying to figure out who did it so that all of them don't go down for it. Wow. Yeah, it's really exciting. and uh, That sounds and, really cool. It's another one I didn't know how it turned out. And we went to TIFF, uh, Toronto Film Festival. Um, and when I saw it, I was like, oh. Nice. It turned out really good. And it's it sold like 20 minutes after it showed. <laughs> yeah, so. So hopefully people will dig that. And, Amazing. Uh, I have uh, I have a recurring on the season two of The Tick. I don't know when that's going to happen. The Amazon original. And oh, fun. The Amazon original. Uh, recurring on uh, this new series called Snowpiercer. Um, ba- 
So I was I was actually going to ask about this, but I didn't know if we could talk about it. But yeah, so is this uh, modeled uh, after the it, movie it, Snowpiercer? Yeah, it's, it's based on the okay. movie, which is based on the graphic novels, but it's a new story with a whole new cast, obviously. Right. And, uh, and that'll come on. It'll be on TNT, and then I think, and internationally, it'll be on Netflix. Um, and it'll come on sometime in June, I think. That was a that was a super fun one fantastic because like I said I got to I finally wasn't hurting anybody and, and, and then yeah <laughs> and happy to yeah, yeah t- tell us tell us about the play you have coming that up is, too because that's, that's, that's that sounds exciting. really exciting so uh, this company Waterwell which I actually used to be a company member of when I first moved to New York um, and then we kind of drifted apart but now we're getting back together to do this um, we're calling it a reenactment. It's uh, it's we're doing a dramatic reenactment of an actual deportation case, and all the lines are taken directly from the transcripts oh. of the case, and uh, and we're doing it in actual courthouses in the Thurgood Marshall Courthouse and the Fordham Law School Courthouse, and uh, and oh we're God. gonna reveal wow. what the immigration and deportation process is like. That's awesome, uh, that especially incredible. right now with everything going on. That's yeah, that's very topical that and good for yeah, you. <laughs> I'm excited. Mm. Well, gosh, you know, Happy, we, we, we're so lucky that we even had you, you know, have this relationship with Maddie to where you could come on and talk with us. And obviously, this is my first time talking with you, but... I, I just want to say, you know, thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday to record with us and, you know, just give us a, kind of like an, an insight into something that we li- know little to know, you know, nothing about. Oh, my and God. We, my we honestly just and really I, I appreciate it. I always love it. hearing from Maddie. And, uh, and I'm glad, I, you know, we could connect. Me too. I Happy you, I love you so much. You. And thank you for being with us today. So, so folks, we are going to, of course, make sure that all the stuff that Happy talked about, we'll we'll have that all of all the new stuff that he has coming. We'll oh, we're going to promote the shit out. Oh of yeah, it. we'll <laughs> let you know about every single one of those things. Don't worry. Um, and of course, I, I can't believe that you wouldn't. But if you haven't seen Bird Box yet, um, if you're one of the two people in America that hasn't, um, we suggest that you watch it. But, but we will not encourage the Bird Box are challenge. We will not endorse that. <laughs> Listen to somebody on the show. Do not do it, especially if you're a young person. You listen to us. Don't don't do that. Your car's right? not worth it. It's really not. You and your body is like, like treat your body well, man. Okay, like please do that. You <laughs> only get the one. All right. Well, happy. Thank you so much again for being with us, and folks, we love you. Um, we have so much content coming out for you in the next couple of months. Um, so it's going to be a really exciting We're excited. time. Um, 2019 is already starting out so well, and it's going to be so much fun. And as always, as we always close out the show, we always want you to get slayed. slayed.